What's up, y'all? This is the one and only shot to Thunder Willie Mac. It's your boy Hot Fire. This is Fred Ottman, Tugboat Typhoon. This is Royce ISAAC Dollar Sign. Hello, everyone. This is the interview queen, Alicia T. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. This is the AirPod God, MLW star, Richard Holiday. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. Hello everyone, it's Stephen Jackson, aka DJ215, with you again for another fight review. This time though, um, I was trying to think of something a bit different, because um, Game Changer Wrestling has been the promotion I've covered the most for the fight reviews on a Tuesday, and I thought that because a lot of the fight shows, what I have been reviewing, you need to purchase um, yourselves, or you need to um you know have a subscription towards. I thought it'd be fun to have a look at um well Game Changer Wrestling's YouTube channel and find some free matches for you all to be able to review. So then you can kind of get an idea of what the promotion has to offer without um then having to, you know, order a show to see because I know sometimes it can be a little bit daunting and everyone's pockets are a little bit tight given the COVID restrictions we're under at the moment and things. So I thought this would be a fun little thing to do. So I'm gonna call this one the GCW uh mixtape, um free match mixtape we'll call it. <laughs> maybe volume one there may be another volume of this who knows but yeah the gcw free match mixtape so um yeah i've picked out four particular matches from different points in gcw's history they're all available free on the youtube channel and the links will be available in the description for each of the individual matches um, and the descriptions of, you know, the competitors in the match. So to start with, the match I've chosen to begin this little um, bonus episode for is um, Tony Deppen against Dustin Thomas, which took place at Joey Janela's Spring Break Free. So those of you who don't know, um, Tony Deppen recently appeared in Ring of Honor as part of the Pure Title Tournament. Fantastic wrestler, um, incredible pure wrestling credentials credentials he's you know one of the best out there by far um really great charis charismatic character as well um came out as the cocky heel in this one and um yeah he was um wanting to have an open challenge at the event so joey janela's spring break if those of you know if you listen to the review i did on um the collective is traditionally sort of gcw's major wrestlemania weekend show so this was the third iteration of the shows um which took place in 2019 and um, just before the covid pandemic incredibly hot crowd um stacked to the rafters you know the venue was tight and it was you know a massive big deal this these there was two shows actually but this particular show part one um is what this match came from so um so then joe um Tony Deppen went into the crowd and um, he was trying to find somebody, a, a member of the audience to have a match with, um, sort of goading the crowd into finding someone. And then he goes up onto the um, stage of the venue and he sees a guy who's in a wheelchair and he has, he's, a, he's a double amputee, so he doesn't have two of his legs, uh, his two legs. And, um, you know, he goes up to him and then he puts the mic into him to ask him, you know, what's his name? And then I didn't just catch what Dustin said. Um, but then, but then, um, J uh, Tony decided they didn't like what T uh, Dustin had said and they, um, he started attacking him and um, from there he threw him into the ring and you know on commentary Kevin Gill and I don't know the name of the other guy on commentary it has slipped my mind but they were going nuts saying that you know he needs this needs stopping this isn't right and 
crowd were going crazy you know but from there you know it just became this this is one of the most you know magical performances ever in the history of um you know independent wrestling in my opinion you know to be able to see this live in the venue you know it must have been incredible and you know watching it on tape at the time and then watching it again it just always makes me smile but it's just incredible you know so essentially Dustin Thomas um he is a double amputee wrestler so you know very much like Zach Gowan and um Gregory Iron he's kind of an ambassador for um disabled um and uh you know, impaired wrestlers um, in the world. It, it's truly a special, you know, match, this, if anything. It really is something which you would not see anywhere else. And, you know, it, it, at first you, you're worried about things, but just from, you know, this is one of those kind of old school sort of, um, you know, moments where you're just right behind Dustin the whole way. You know, the, the stuff what he can do is just incredible you know he lands a sleeper hold at one point where the crowd think that's it but then it doesn't because then Tony Deppen puts him into the turnbuckle there's a brilliant looking arm drag from um, Dustin which then gets turned into a 619 with a crossbody I mean the upper body strength of Dustin to be able to do the stuff he does you know is is unbelievable you know it's crazy how he's able to do the things he can do it's I mean even you know able well i don't say able that's probably the wrong word um wrestlers with all their um you know non-amputee wrestlers you may say can't do some of the things what dustin can do and you know this is just incredible what they he was able to do you know and the crowd were going crazy they were chanting no legs <laughs> go no legs which you know fair enough it may not necessarily be pc but you know they were just into him the whole way at that point they didn't know his name as well they didn't know it was dustin thomas um so they did, they were saying they didn't know who he was but it was just an absolute blast this whole thing you know it was just feel good moment and wrestling you know it wasn't a long match but it didn't have to be because it just established a star and i know at the time when this match took place the buzz on social media was like it was incredible i mean the whole weekend was wrestling heavy due to it being wrestlemania weekend but this particular match and you know performance from dustin just took it over the top and i need to say as well that tony deppen in this match was amazing as well you know talking about heel work you know you won't find a heel who's more um you know dastardly than uh tony deppen in this match he's very close to the knuckle in this match probably the best character work you'll see of him probably um you know in a long time you know i would say even this past year his character work hasn't just been as on point as this um, but I think the crowd helped as well because the crowd were incredible. Um, in the recent interview I did as well with Martin from Wrestling from Unicorns for uh, the podcast BBG Wrestling, he said that the spring break shows were his favourites to um, record and to get um, clips from. And um, you can see why with a crowd like this and an atmosphere like this. It just all was beautifully put together. And, you know, the ending where um, he went, Tony um, Depp encountered um, Dustin Thomas's 450 splash into a massive knee um, for the win. It was just awesome. And then, you know, the crowd were absolutely into Dustin the whole time. You know, chance of please come back. You know, in the centre of the ring, you know, Dustin just had his moment. And, you know, it was such a feel-good thing. And it's something as well, this is the thing, GCW, you know, this is the kind of thing what really sets them apart. You won't see this in 
many, if any, promotions other than GCW. And the way they did it was just so good. You know, this wasn't five-star, you know, incredible wrestling, but this told the story and it told it beautifully. And if you want to see a match which gets across the atmosphere of being at a GCW show, this is definitely the match I would say you need to check out because it was, you know, unbelievable, this one. So that's the first match I've chosen for the mixtape. Um, so the next match I've chosen is between Drew Gulak, now of the WWE fame, and the bad boy Joey Janela of our AEW fame at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival Day 1. So this match took place way back in 2015. So this was kind of the early days of when GCW was kind of creating its identity it has today. So this is really early on in the GCW library. Um, it, it's, you know, a lot more um, sort of traditional in there. The crowd are a lot more family-orientated as well, but I think that's due to the event they were at. Um, but it's still really good stuff, this. You know, this this is kind of one of those matches where the reason I chose this one is because it shows the dream match element of GCW. You know, um, this is two of the best wrestlers in the world going at it or on the independent scene slash the world going at it. Um just just great wrestling all around. You know, we had the respect from the beginning with the handshake and then it just from there became a classic, classic wrestling match of, you know, small packages. Um, there was a knuckle lock battle, which was brilliantly throwing back to the old days of wrestling. A figure four leg lock, which was one of Joey's, you know, um, sort of signature manoeuvres. Um, Gulak actually also went for a cattle mutilation of Brian Danielson's, but he actually then sort of rotated his body around Joey's, um, the back of Joey's arms, and then he got an arm breaker in, which looked brilliant. A really unique way of doing cattle mutilation, which I thought was brilliant. Um, there was then, because this show took place outside, they then went out of the ring and they went um, out of this tent they were in into the, um, they were at a fairground, so they went into the fairground area and started wrestling um, by the ramps um, for the uh, dirt biking and for the motocross biking, um, which was pretty amusing. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of kind of, um, you know, major selling of jumping off a, um, or falling off a, a ramp onto the, um, onto this, um, grass below. Um, but what was good about it was that you got to see an awesome, um, Hurricane Rana from Joey Janela. You know, people who have been very critical of Joey Janela don't realize that he's actually a really solid and really great classical wrestler. You know, the stuff what he does in this match is, you know, really classic wrestling. You know, it's, it's really good stuff. You know, um, he, he's very character-based predominantly, but he can go in there and wrestle classic stuff. And Drew Gulak with his classic traditional wrestling style they were the perfect mesh for one another um and you know from there it was then you know just move after move after move so you know we got a brilliant superplex which got a close two count we got a nasty a massive diving clothesline from drew gulak which was another close two count we had a pile driver which then got turned to an arm bar which was then a two count we got a fireman's uh, carry um, knee which then got a two count but then it was turned later on we got a blue thunder bomb which was brilliant um, and Joey actually was um, 
you know, able to get the win. So he went for a package pile driver, but he actually kind of inverted it then into kind of a face buster. So he had drew in the um, package pile driver position and then he kind of threw him off and he sort of landed in sort of a um, orange crush like maneuver. Um, so it was, it was um, a win for Joey there. And yeah, this was great. You know, this is early GCW. So this isn't the GCW you'll see today or you'll have heard me review today. But what I wanted to do with this one was show you, you know, a classic wrestling match, which, you know, was the early start of what GCW became. And, you know, Joey is still one of the, the he's probably the face and figurehead of Game Changer Wrestling. You know, it, it's, you know, become his home more so than even AEW, you know, and um, you can really see um, the talent he shows. And similarly with Drew Gulak, you know, you're able to see Drew wrestling, um, someone who has a lot of character work in Joey, but also, you know, is able to, you know, deliver his classic wrestling with that character work. So it's a really great kind of dream match and clash of styles, this one. So, you know, definitely check this one out as well. I thought this one was a really, you know, fun, classic, independent wrestling match, which everyone can enjoy. So from there, we then go forward several years and we head into um, 2019 at GCW Crushed Up for the debut of Alley Cat against Sanchez, so aka Pinky Sanchez. So um yeah, this this venue for uh, GCW crushed up was absolutely minuscule. <laughs> you know, it looked like, you know, if any of you have been into any kind of, you know, bars or pubs here in the UK, um th this was minuscule. You know, this thing was tiny. The entrance the entrance way was actually the bar itself. <laughs> so the ring was kind of really trapped into the um into the venue. You know, the amount of people they got in was insane, you know, um and the uh, you know there were people stood outside um, watching through the open door and uh, really unique though really unique and that's what I think I chose this match for is it's a really unique venue this one you know this kind of shows off the unique side of GCW where you know although it's intergender wrestling it was more to do with the atmosphere side of it so although the first match kind of showed the um, between Dustin and uh, Tony Deppin showed the um, the the crowd side of things this was more for the aesthetics so you know the unique kind of um you know venues gcw running and the way they're able to use the environment to their advantage the wrestlers and you know the actual like aesthetics so um but you know don't let that detract you because this is a great match as well you know in terms of um intergender wrestling this is great and alicat's one as you know one of the best uh, um not only character work but you know wrestling as well and you know she can take punishment because you know pinky sanchez you know gives her a hell of a lot of punishment in this match with several nasty looking shots with um with some chairs he gives her a double stomp to the head through the ropes early on which is nasty um Ali then, you know, comes back and she, um, you know, hits a lot of great slaps and a massive headbutt, which looks awesome. Um, and then it's crazy because she um, actually hits a sunset flip into a chair, followed by a cannonball into a chair, which is brilliant. But then that's countered by Pinky into a standing Spanish fly, um, that great classic move we all love. Which has kind of been done to death now, I will say, but it still always looks spectacular no matter how many times you see it. But yeah, standing with Spanish fly. Um, and then what is probably the craziest move of the whole match, um, Pinky Sanchez lifts up Ali Cat, and there are some chairs which have been laid out in the ring in the sitting position, and he actually throws um, uh, Ali into the chairs in a burning hammer. 
um, right on the neck. So those of you who are long-time fans of Kento Kobashi um, know that the span uh, the Burning Hammer is an um, it's a fireman's carry takeover, which it, it lands the person right onto their um, head and neck. Um, it was only ever performed seven times in Kobashi's career due to its um, you know danger element. Um, and every time you see it, I think because there's no um, protection for the top half of your body, it's always you know mass sort of um, hysteria when it's landed. But it's only got a two count. And sometimes when the burning hammers are kind of done, they don't always look as effective as you would hope, but this looked like it knocked her right out. But she got straight back up again, which was crazy. And then she, um, Alley Cat would then come along, and what she did was she hit her, she got the chairs, but she then had Pinky on the top rope, and she landed a Death Valley driver from the top rope into the sitting chairs, um, which then got a three count for her in her debut. Um, brilliant. Brilliant intergender wrestling match. The crowd were into this thing the whole time. Hugely, you know, um, charismatic both wrestlers. Worked together brilliantly. Um, the commentary was on point. Um, the, the venue, like I said as well, I love the fact that this venue is really tight, so it means they actually have to, you know, use the ring and the surrounding elements a lot more so than... Um, although it's limited, it kind of adds into the excitement in that what can you do in the ring and the limited space so it was really really good this match and it really does show you what gcw always brings in terms of aesthetics you know in terms of currently this year um there'll probably be a more matches which take place um you know outside i mean obviously we've recently seen that they've been at the um the um, showboat for the uh, recent New Year shows, but um, you know they'll probably be outside again, like they were last year. But this kind of gets you an idea of what it's like watching a GCW show and where the shows are actually held, and the kind of fans who go and the aesthetics of what they look for as a company. And you know, in terms of a match as well, just the kind of hardcore elements mixed in with the kind of, you know, character elements. It all it all came together. Great match from a great show. You know, again, highly recommend this one. And this is a match which, you know, I would say definitely go out and, you know, watch this one as well. So the final match I have chosen for my GCW uh, free match mixtape is between one of my longtime favourite wrestlers, the octopus Jonathan Gresham, taking on Masashi Takeda at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport on um, WrestleMania weekend once again, which was the same weekend as uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break. So yeah, so Bloodsport is essentially named after the um, named after the Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Um, is essentially that you'll see when you watch the match, but the ring. Uh, doesn't have any turnbuckles and it doesn't have any ropes so you only have the posts of the ring and then the blank canvas and it's essentially a no ropes and uh, a no ropes match but you can only win by knockout or submission so if any of you are fans of uwfi or um you know those kind of hybrid wrestling promotions like those over in japan this is the battle arts for example this is the kind of thing they go for with um, blood sport it's a lot more um, shoot-esque in terms of its presentation and it's a lot more um, hard-hitting and a lot more violent in terms of physicality and that's part of the reason why I, show, I chose this match as well because this kind of shows the um, 
you know, the, the physical side of things in GCW. You know, they're able to do the hardcore, they're able to do the, you know, storytelling, but they're also able to do these great, you know, blood sport, you know, unique technical matches, which you'd only see, you know, there, essentially, in GCW. And um, for those of you who don't, who don't know, uh, Masashi Takeda, um, he's a um, deathmatch wrestler from over in Japan. Um, so what's cool is that... Um, it's not just technical wrestlers who take part in blood sport. All wrestlers from all backgrounds take part in blood sport. Um, and, you know, if they're brave enough, that is, because it is particularly, um, you know, dangerous. Um, it's a different vibe um, to other wrestling shows. Um, so I will say in a disclaimer that if you're even not a fan of um, sort of like UFC or you're not a fan of um, very physical wrestling you know then this might not be for you but if you want to see something completely different and something which you'll probably not see anywhere else as i've just said this is definitely a show and a and a match you really need to check out so um it started off you know very you know traditional so both men shook hands and um from there it kind of became kind of the traditional you know amateur-esque match with you know headlock takedowns and float overs and you know catch wrestling-esque moves and um there was a really beautiful um rolling slam from jonathan gresham so what he did was he got um he got to uh, Takeda's leg all the way up to a, probably his shoulder or near enough his shoulder. So then it turned um, Takeda inside out and back onto the uh, onto the canvas, which was awesome. Um, so that was a really cool thing and something different. And then um, from there, he locked the leg into a submission, which, you know, uh, Takeda was not um, looking forward to having on him. Um, he almost, he did look like he was about to submit, but he was able to fight his way out of it. And then what happened is is that you um if the match ends up going to the floor or ends up with both men almost falling out of the ring, uh, the referee has to intervene and has to you know start the match again. Um, so it has to you know both men have to get into the standing position and then start. So it's a fair um, restart. But what happened is is that Jonathan had actually kind of rolled out into the ring and um, Takeda had got him in a Boston Crab. So then um, the referee was trying to get him off. So then it kind of took a different vibe in that the the, um, the niceties kind of were a little bit over. So then um, they got themselves into a headlock um, exchange, which then rolled them out to the other side of the ring, which ended in a really nasty-looking um, bump um, to both men's heads, but especially to Kida, who came up with a welt on his eyebrow and his eye straight out of you know the ufc i mean the way it um bloodied his eye and it and it ballooned up you know it was nasty um to which the the commentators were saying that it should have been put back into the ring and then from there it became a it became a slugfest from there it, it was it was slapping one after another on the outside the crowd were going nuts um it was just violent there was hammer blows, there was a huge kick, and then it was just shot after shot, trying to get the advantage of trying to knock one another out. So it had started as a traditional kind of submission match, but then it turned into basically a you know a, a shoot fight, if anything, for a knock for the knockout blow, which came out of the blue, out of nowhere. So Takeda had actually got um, 
Jonathan Gresham onto his knees, um, and as he was coming up, he landed a huge knee right onto Jonathan's um, onto Jonathan's temple and onto his chin, um, like the side of his head, which knocked him straight out. And you know, Takeda then went straight after him and was landing blows. But then the ring bell sounded and it was over. Um, so Takeda um, won by knockout, and the crowd were you know totally going crazy they ran up to the ring and were banging on the side of the canvas you know with a massive show of respect and once again you know in terms of the show of respect you know Jonathan Gresham and um, Masashi Takeda you know shook hands and um, you know bowed to one another um, really living into that UWFI kind of style um, and ideology fantastic you know this is fantastic this isn't for everybody by any means it's very it's short but it's a really different style of wrestling. You will, again, only see in Game Changer Wrestling. You won't see... I mean, I know other promotions have done the UWFI thing and on the independent scene um, because of the success of Bloodsport, which is great to see. Um, but if you want to see where it started and see kind of, in my opinion, you know, I would say the best, but I feel that's a little bit kind of um, unfair to other people. But, you know, the, on a more um, approachable level, you may say, than having to search through the independent scene, this is the show and this is the match of these three matches you need to see. Um, Jonathan Gresham, as you know, one of the best in the world. Masashi Takeda, one of the best... Deathmatch wrestlers in the world. This is again a clash of styles, but it worked beautifully, and it's just a, an absolute blast from beginning to end. And the free match, which you know, it's there for you all to see, and it's short, and just enjoy it. You know, just enjoy this. If you want to see something completely different, then you know, check it out. You know, it's there to be watched. So that closes the um, book on this little GCW um, free match mixtape I've come up with for this episode of the fight review. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, it's a little bit different this week, but um, you know, I thought it'd be fun for you all to um, watch a couple of free matches, and then you know, either let me know your thoughts and see what you thought of them, or go out and you know, find the links to the actual full shows. You know, they're all available um, on Fight or on Smart Mark Video, um, so they're all there to be purchased or rented, um, whichever you choose. And um, even if not, you know, you might not choose to do that and you might just want to watch the free matches and then, you know, that's enough. But, you know, I hope that you are at least, um, you know, I've enjoyed my little whistle stop tour of these, you know, different GCW matches um, which are available for you to watch. And, um, you know, thank you again. I just want to say thank you once again to... Um, to fight for putting these shows out originally on their platform in full. I want to thank uh, Smart Mark Video for recording the shows and for, you know, producing the shows. And thank GCW for putting the shows on in the first place, you know, and being able to let us review them and enjoy them, you know, because they are one of the best independent promotions in the world. And it's thanks to all these kinds of matches that, you know, we're able to talk about something completely different. So that's, that's my... Uh, review for these um you know free match reviews and um or this free match um mixtape review so thank you everybody and just to finish off if you um want to find us on twitter the bbg wrestling podcast can be found at bbg wrestling or if you want to look at our website and check out our archive it's www.bbgwrestling.com so that does it for me stephen jackson's dj215 thank you for listening and keep safe everybody see you later